Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto, broadcasting from Leander, Texas. It is 6.05 in the morning, June 21st, 2022. This is episode number 465. Uh, if you're on a podcast platform, it'll say like 136 or something like that. But uh, I've been going for a while, man, a lot longer than before I started um, going on the actual podcast platforms. I was doing YouTube and other platforms as well. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's take a look at the crypto market and see what's going on. Um, none of this is financial advice. None of this is even educational. It's just like my brain dump and my, my time to collect myself in the morning and to talk about the crypto market and see what's going on. All right, so uh, let's go here and take a look at CoinGecko is what I use for my coin listings. Uh, you can use any other one. There's billions of them out there. Maybe not billions, but, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Um, some paid, some not paid to look at all the different cryptocurrency prices by market cap or however you want to look at it. You can break them up into different categories. And you know, there's Coin Codex, there's Coin Paprika, there's Coin Market Cap, which is the biggest one. Uh, Coin Gecko is pretty big. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, you know, they just kind of list the coins by Coin Market Cap. And like I said, you can sort them however you want um, by categories or whatever, gainers and losers, you know, which ones have gained the most in the past 24 hours or, or week or whatever. New cryptocurrencies, um, I don't know. There's so many of them out there. And the longer I'm in this game, the more, honestly, I just kind of like Bitcoin. <laughs> I'm becoming kind of a Bitcoin maxi. Um, and uh, I'm really starting to to see the value of proof of work a lot more than proof of stake, too. And I know people saying, man, proof of work is destroying the environment. I've seen a lot of arguments both ways. And um, I'm becoming convinced that a lot of the anti-proof-of-work arguments are pure FUD. And uh, I can spend an entire episode talking about that with you. Or if you want to DM me, I'm, I'm more than willing to talk about that with you. I don't want to spend my time on today's episode talking about that. But, you know, I... I've just listened to a lot of interviews and and about uh, with people in the energy industry and their partnerships and and you know working with the miners and stuff like that and you know I and and just the whole principle of proof of work like actually having to do work um, as the source of value you know like yeah you know it, money is a representation of some kind something you produce something that is created some kind of value created through work you know and uh, yeah there's just i don't think that there's any way around it honestly um proof of stake is great it helps to secure a network you know by preventing 51% attacks and things like that and i have a couple videos i've done on that in the past I'll, I'll bring up that video again in the near future as well i'd like to do a proof of work versus proof of stake video like an organized one um anyway so uh bitcoin's at $21,259.20 um ethereum is at $1,159.77 and uh, you know proof of work and proof of stake both have their place i think you know i don't think that one should you know completely delete the other um, but I do think as far as like for for creating value and creating, you know, money, you know, like actual money, uh, proof of work to me is like the, 
you know, the better option. Anyway, so the more democratic option, actually. Okay, so so uh, Bitcoin twenty one thousand two hundred fifty nine dollars. Ethereum one thousand one hundred fifty nine dollars and seventy seven cents. Uh, and then we have Tether and USD stable coins. Binance and number five at two twenty two fifty three. Binance USD at a dollar because it's a stable coin. Cardano at fifty cents. Uh, we're actually starting to see some green now, and green in the past seven days as well. Um, you know, uh, XRP thirty three cents, Solana up thirty four point two percent in the past seven days. Who knows? This could be a dead cat bounce, right? And uh, let's say when the market tanks, and then it just kind of bounces up for a second, and then it plops back down and keeps going down further. I don't know. Whatever. I am not like a market guy. Uh, Polkadot up sixteen point two percent in the past seven days. Um, to uh, eight dollars and fourteen cents, the Doge uh, up twenty one point eight percent in the past seven days. Dai stablecoin at number twelve, Tron and at number thirteen. That's just so weird. I, I need to figure out why Tron has has pumped up. Um, you know, even in this crappy market. Um, Rap Bitcoin number fourteen, Shiba Inu. Um. Uh, the, the meme coin is up 16.6% in the past seven days. So the trend seems to be everything is is on the up and up again. Chainlink up 25.8%. Um, so that's good news. I like Chainlink. Um, let's see here. Uh, Near protocol, 4.1% up. Um, any other? So T-Fuel up 23 23%, 23.0%. And uh, okay, let, let's uh, Theta Network up seventeen point two percent. Elrond up forty nine point six percent. Okay, so let me go to the biggest gainers and losers. I I just want to take a look at that and see what's up. What's up, man? Um, who are the, who are the biggest gainers? Uh, it's probably just some total shite coin because that's what happens. You get something that's worth like point zero 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 one cent and it's just like some total pump and dump it's why i don't even look at this one um yeah see like i said there's like nothing i recognize in the total in the in the top gainers oh celsius network actually gained 63.1 percent um <laughs> okay so uh, who knows you know maybe you know they said some magic words and and uh suddenly you know, achieved the confidence of all the people who lost faith in Celtics Network. So the biggest losers, again, are a bunch of total um, shite coins, you know, stuff like you don't recognize. And there are thousands of coins, tons of pumps and dumps. I One of the first things I'm beginning to ask now with any project is, do you really need a coin? Like, why do you need a coin? Because um, besides Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, I'm starting to really become a little more discriminatory when it comes to these projects. Um, I know that there's a lot of like experimentation in the space, um, but this recent like um, crash has made me reevaluate. Like, uh, you know, is this like a scam or is this like a legitimate like project for infrastructure? Um, there's a lot of cool experimentation, you know, like Origin Trail. I'm I'm working on researching a video to talk about origin trail and the knowledge graft and i think got knowledge graph and i think that is like a legit like 
you know, um, not Oregon Trail, Oregon, you know, like the, the 80s, you know, game that your computer science teacher would make you like program in basic, um, but uh, uh, Origin Trail. And it's a way to do decentralized knowledge graphs and supply chain tracking and stuff like that. Like that is like some kind of cool, legitimate, experimental, but uh, use for some kind of altcoin project to um, you know implement some kind of uh, token and coin system to be able to uh, operate some kind of decentralized knowledge graph network and see like things like that are really uh, cool. Um, it's just a lot of times you have to watch out for like the fancy white paper and then there's like nothing behind it, you know? <laughs> and that's what happened in 2017 as everybody was just like luring in these investors with all these white papers and these promises. And then like there was no substance behind it, you know, and I'm guilty of that too. When I first got in, I was just like every project I looked at looked like amazing, just totally mind blowing, you know, uh, the way they described their project and why you would need the token and stuff like that. Um, yeah, but then, you know, it's, <laughs> when, when, when it's like theory and practice, you know, and then once it started being put into practice, it's just like, yeah, and then everything just crashes. So anyway, so, um, yeah, so these great ideas and these projects a lot of times require funding. How do people raise funding? Well, they went to the ICO craze, initial coin offering, which is kind of like an, an initial public offering in the stock market. And, uh, you know, that's what happened in 2017. Everybody was putting out these white papers and running these ICOs, um, you know, pitching them to venture capitalists and everything like that based on the whole premise of, you know, that they were you know, in early for the initial coin offering or a pre-mine in which in a proof of work blockchain, there was a mining, uh, some mining activity before the actual public release of it so people could get in on the pre-mine and get the lower price and so when everything pumped up they were allowed to sell but like uh, in the actual real world like the non-crypto world i believe and i don't quote me on this because I, I don't know jack squat about finance but like people have to wait like five to seven years before they can start cashing out on their like initial public offerings and stuff like that. Uh, not so with a crypto case, they're total pump and dumps, you know, and that's where the term came from. You pump up the project, you pump up the white paper, you do the pre-mine, you do the initial coin offering. And then right after um, it, the release of it, everybody, all the early investors dump their tokens on the bag holders. And, um, you know, that's how they, they, you know, you are the liquidity, <laughs> you know, so there, there's, there are ways to get around this and, um, they, they've, people have gotten creative with ways to raise money for their projects and to try to get things going off the ground. Um, sometimes word of mouth just isn't good enough. So there's, um, something that's popped up called Gitcoin grants. And I believe Gitcoin, one of the founders is Kevin Owaki. And, uh, he was one of the, um, uh, He's one of also on the in the Ethereum Foundation, I believe. Um, but um, they've come up with this idea called quadratic funding. And uh, you know, here's their website: discover and fund public goods, Gitcoin grants, sustain projects with quadratic funding. And what is quadratic funding? Well, this it comes from the whole idea of quadratic voting. And uh, quadratic voting is the idea that um, the more people vote for something the more different people that vote for something the more um 
power that those votes have versus you know one person putting all their voting power towards something so say somebody say uh, two people have um okay say uh you have like a, a a house and you have 50 people all voting on um you know some different things right okay so say you and, and each person gets 10 votes you know so say one person donates all 10 of their votes to have some bill pass right and uh and then you have 50 people each donate one of their votes or and say you have 10 different people each donate one of their votes towards that same bill more power would be given to those 10 people that voted one of their votes towards another bill versus one person who vote who donated 10 of their votes to another bill so you know yeah, I, I mean, that's a terrible explanation. All right, so let's go into quadratic funding. It's kind of based on the same principle. It, it's the whole idea of using um, the, the amount of people has more power than the amount of money being donated. So uh, I, I will try to demonstrate that for you here. Actually, here's a little 60-second video. What is quadratic funding? Quadratic funding is the mathematically optimal way to fund public goods in a democratic community. All right. So let's watch this 60 second video and uh, maybe hopefully this will explain it for you. And for those of you listening, um, it you can hear the, the, the audio and it should work out. So hold on. Quadratic funding is the mathematically optimal way to fund an ecosystem in a democratic way. The secret behind quadratic funding is the math, and it's not as complicated as it sounds. This is how it works. QF is basically a crowdfunding campaign wherein you match contributions from everyday citizens with a pool raised from bigger donors. The neat thing about quadratic funding is how it optimizes around the grants funded by the crowdfunding campaign. Here's an example. If you have four grants in a $1,000 matching round and grant A raises $10 from 10 different contributors and grant B raises $10 from one contributor, grant A will get way more of the matching funds because it's supported by a broader swath of the community. During the quadratic funding round, a donation of $10 can be matched with $75 and a $100 donation can be matched with $240 because of the QF formula. Because the matching multiples are so promising for the best projects, quadratic funding has gotten a lot of traction. The Ethereum community has raised over $4 million from quadratic funding campaigns contributed to by 500 people. Quadratic funding powers a mesh network of small donors who are supporting the very best projects in the Ethereum space. To learn more about how quadratic funding could power your ecosystem's growth, check out WTFisQF.com. Okay, yeah, I love the whole Miami Vice style '80s music. By the way, with the sunset and the um, yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of that <laughs> that type of you know '80s synth music. Um, anyway, so yeah, quadratic funding. You know, I I remember in middle school having to learn the quadratic formula: x equals negative b plus or minus square root of b squared minus four ac all over two a. You know, and that's. It's just been one of those things that stuck in my head. Uh, thank you, Ms. Pinkston, for making me memorize that. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
So um, the more people that vote, so so what happens is there are contributors, there's large contributors that give money to a pool and not to individual projects. And so the individual contributors, they can contribute like $1, $10 or whatever. And um, that money from that pool will go to match those funds. Yeah. And so let's say here, and there's this little table here, um, there's you know, like uh, XYZ Corporation, you know, gave $1,000 to two projects. Okay. So let's say um, grant number one, um, I, I'm supporting um, two different grants in the Gitcoin grants um, uh, project. And one of them is JournoDAO and the other one is Crypto Sapiens. Um, I had it up on my screen here a second ago. Um Let's see here. I'll, I'll go to that in a second. Yeah, there it is. One's Crypto Sapiens and the other one's JournoDAO. Um, and, you know, they're both, you know, pod. Well, Crypto Sapiens is a podcast that I'm working on and they just highlight, you know, like the people of the crypto space and their stories and how they got involved in crypto and what they're working on. And they're usually really cool, different types of projects. Um, and then JournoDAO is using Web3 to uh, help decentralize journalism. And uh, I think that's really sorely needed. But anyway, back to quadratic funding. So let's say you have CryptoSapiens and JournoDAO, right? Okay, so JournoDAO has, um, we'll have two contributors. One person gave $900 and then the other person gave $100. Okay, and so... They're the only one, and then XYZ Corporation donated a thousand dollars to the pool. Then you know, JournoDAO would get all that one thousand dollars. However, if Crypto Sapiens and JournoDAO are in the same pool, and let's say Crypto Sapiens had ten people give a hundred dollars, whoops, uh, for five hundred dollars, ah, six hundred dollars, seven hundred dollars. or $1,000. So let's say 10 different people gave CryptoSapiens $100 versus two people that gave JournoDAO. Sorry, JournoDAO. I'm not like picking on you or anything. uh, One person gave $900 and one person gave $100. So um, JournoDAO would get $137 of the matched thousand dollar pool and crypto sapiens would get eight hundred and sixty two dollars and seven cents out of the matched um, pool because it shows that there's a larger swath of the populace that are for um grant number two which in this case you know i labeled as crypto sapiens it could be journal dot two um but it just there's more matching funds that go towards the project that has a lot more people supporting behind it and whether or not those people are able to give a lot more doesn't matter they could all be given a hundred dollars you know and and they could all be given one dollar you know so that that's kind of a cool thing so there's you know been a lot of people donating to the pools like a lot of companies and um and the so a lot of people are able to go pick their particular projects and then go donate to them. And like I said, two of those projects that I've picked are the the, the Crypto Sapiens podcast and the JournoDAO using Web3 journalism. Um, but uh, you can go over here and you can just, just kind of like sort through them. So let's see here. Uh, this, uh, this is the wrong one. This is Gitcoin. Um, 
So Gitcoin is kind of like GitHub, you know, um, you can build on projects together um, in an open source type of way. But look at this. Th here's here's all the different pools like they have one. Here's the main pool, crypto advocacy, ETH, Ethereum infrastructure, uh, ZK Tech. Uh, let's see. Let's scroll down here. Web3 social projects advancing the Web3 social movement. Um, yeah, the subgraph scholarships, open source projects supporting subgraphs. Um, I mean, there's a whole Oakland local, local round restorative justice for o uh, Oakland youth. I mean, there's a bunch of different categories and it looks like, you know, some of these, these um, larger entities donating, the matching partners are, are, are um, organizations like Coinbase, Polygon, ENS Domains, Ave, Celo. Filecoin. So these are some loot projects. So Chainlink. These are some big projects that are matching and donations. So they're given quite a bit to the Gitcoin grants. And so you and I, we can go in and we can just like find something like say for like I'm interested in ZK Tech, which is zero knowledge proofs. And uh, there's been $145,000 that's been given to zero knowledge proof technology to help develop that out. Um and I think ZK Zero Knowledge Tech is, is pretty interesting project. So this is for projects advancing zero knowledge tools, libraries, protocols, and communities. And then say, for instance, you know, say, for instance, this what I talk about day in, day out on Eureka Street Crypto is nothing but this is just like a, a zero knowledge proof podcast. And all I talk about are zero knowledge proofs. So as a result. I would probably fall into this category of zero knowledge proof, you know, and educating people on what zero knowledge proofs are, you know, ZK tech and everything like that. So I would enter this podcast into this category, ZK tech. And then um, I would go out there and I would advertise, hey, guys, you know, I have this this uh, Gitcoin grant round going on just like CryptoSapiens and, and, and JournoDAO have done. And donate, donate a dollar. I don't care how much, just donate a dollar. So you need to have die in your wallet, by the way. I found that out the hard way. I went to donate and so you add to cart and then uh, it says, hey, how much would you like to donate? And I donated, um, I, I think $20 um, each to both um, JournoDAO and CryptoSapiens. But then I had to go to Uniswap and swap out some Ethereum and get some dye in my wallet. But, you know, once I committed that, you know, then I became part of the contributors and then it, it matched. And, you know, the amount of different contributors. Um, see, here we go. Let's see. Uh, raised from 938 contributors. Uh, Zocrates um, here is a toolbox for ZK snarks on Ethereum. It helps you use verifiable computation in your dApps. All right. So they've raised $2,482 from 938 contributors. So the estimated matching funds from the pool, because they have 938 contributors, is $17,051. That's a lot of money versus, let's see here, um, uh, this project, Correct Programs and Compilers, um, they raised $381 from 70 contributors. So that's not near anywhere near 938 contributors. So their matching funds are $144. Um, so, and right here we have zero pool scaling anonymous transactions for blockchains. They've raised $7,393 from 3,491 different people. And they've, so as a result, out of the pool of a hundred and uh, I think it's like $145,000, 
they are going to get $37,151 so far. So that's it's, it's a really creative way and a democratic way to, to raise money. So let's go back over here to my two little favorite pet projects, Crypto Sapiens and JournoDAO. All right, so um, Crypto Sapiens has raised $185 from 20 contributors. So there, um, which pool is Crypto Sapiens in? Let's see here. Um, so right now they they're gonna get three dollars from the matching pool. Um, are they in the main pool? Um, I'm not sure, but obviously Crypto Sapiens and JournoDAO could use more contributors. So if you have some die laying around in your wallet somewhere. Um, go ahead and, and go to gitcoin.co forward slash grants and uh, just do a search on Crypto Sapiens and JournoDAO. Um, so, yeah, um, let's see here. Uh, they're in the main round. Okay, so they're not in any of the special subcategories, although they could probably be in the diversity, equity, and inclusion category, I would think. Um, but um, they're not. Um so yeah, they could use some help. So if you all you do is you go click to add to cart and uh, you go here and check out one grant. Um, I already did it. I don't have any die left in my wallet, but I'm just kind of showing you. Um, and uh, <clears throat> so it goes to the cart. So you can I could click on this one and I could click on JournoDAO so I could have two different grants in my cart. So maximize your impact. Your current match is 75%. Verify your identity after you check out to increase your impact. Verifying your identity is basically just clicking a box saying that you're not a bot. You know. So um, do I have any die in my wallet? Uh, amount of currency. So let's see here. So if I were to donate 25 die, would die is a stable coin. Um, looks like the match would be 76 cents. Uh, that's not a whole lot. Uh, um, but uh, it's it's something, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't have any die in my wallet right now. Hold on, maybe I do. Hold on, let's just check one die. All right, so twenty six cents match. Um, I'm ready to check out. Let's see what happens. And I just give a little tip here to Gitcoin Match Pool as well for them doing that. Um, standard checkout, and you can use zk sync checkout too, which is cool. Don't close this tab. Keep your tab open until this transaction is recorded. Um, let's see. Do I have any die in my MetaMask wallet? I don't think so, but yeah, we'll we'll find out. Uh, I don't have much of spare anything lately. Um, so uh, action pending. In order to use the features of this Gitcoin network, we must confirm transactions on the Ethereum blockchain. All right, so you know, as you know, Ethereum can take a while. Anyway, so that's like the whole premise of it. Um, yeah, gas fee. Uh, looks like I do have a dollar, so I will go ahead and you know, it's going to cost me, you know, three ninety five to to run that transaction. So I'll go ahead and add another dollar to the Crypto Sapiens pot, and um, yeah. So now they will have one more contributor, which my extra contribution of one dollar will increase the amount of contributors which will add more power to everybody else's contributions so it doesn't matter if my contribution only gave crypto sapiens 76 cents what it will do is it will increase everybody else's matching donation that has contributed to crypto sapiens so that's the power of quadratic funding and so they were talking about like public goods and stuff like that there's a really good youtube so how can I turn $1 into $27 quadratic funding uh, explained? So 
Um, uh, so you verify your match. So it looks like I did have uh, that dollar of die <laughs> in my wallet. Okay, so um, there's this really good YouTube, Finematics. I highly recommend Finematics. It's F-I-N-E-M-A-T-I-C-S. It, yeah, for a lot of explanations. And this person, I guess he's French. He has a strong French accent. If you can deal with a strong French accent, you can learn a lot of stuff from Finematics. Um, he talks about you know DeFi, explaining quadratic funding, quadratic voting, Uniswap, how to use Uniswap, Flashbots, you know, Ethereum 2.0. What is that? What is Aave? Like all these different educational topics like you know, if anybody should be running a gitcoin pool it should be finematics actually actually he is he's running a gitcoin grant pool there it is right there um i will open this link in new tab but in the meantime uh here's a video where he's ex explaining quadratic funding um and uh, first he explains the types of, of public goods because gitcoin grants are are made to be able to fund public goods. So let's listen to what public goods are here for a second. In economics, a public good is a good that is both non-excludable and non-rivalrous. So individuals cannot be excluded from use and use by one individual does not reduce availability to others. A public good can also be used simultaneously by more than one person. To illustrate the difference between public goods and other goods such as common, private or club goods, let's have a look at a few examples. All goods can be classified by their excludability and by their rivalry. Okay. So let's start with excludable and rivalrous goods. This intersection represents private goods such as food, clothes, cars, and other consumer goods. Bread. Okay, so I, I, I'm running out of time, but basically he explains what, what public goods are and that you can create like a little quadrant of excludable and non-excludable um, Gitcoin grants lays out the difference of what those are right here so using markets to create impact public goods are good so that's what gitcoin grants are all about they're about public goods um, so there's rivalrous and excludable which are in private goods falls into that and that's food clothes cars and other consumer goods those are things that people can fight over and things that run out right and um, and then there's non-excludable and rivalrous and those are things that don't really run out. They're available to everybody, you know, so they're, they're non-excludable, but there's things like fish, timber, and coal, but people still compete over those. And then there's in another quadrant down here, excludable goods, but non-rivalrous. Um, so excludable, meaning you, you, you got to pay money. You can be excluded from them. They're like a movie theaters, uh, like, you know, the theater on Broadway, private parks, satellite TV, but they're non-rivalrous. Uh, there's plenty of it to go around. <laughs> and then there's non-excludable and non-rivalrous. And these are public goods. And that's things like clean air, infrastructure, uh, privacy type of stuff. Um, and he gives little uh, tech examples of each one of these. And I think that's important to uh, highlight real quick. Let's see where it is on this thing. Okay, so examples, yes. All right. So let's listen to this real quick. Benefit from quadratic funding. 
open source projects, projects and protocols built on publicly accessible infrastructure such as the Internet or the Ethereum blockchain, or useful libraries that can facilitate work of other software developers. Free education, education available to everyone, for example, a newsletter, a podcast, or a YouTube channel on decentralized finance. Free services, ethical hacking, finding vulnerabilities in open source projects. Okay. Okay, so there's three examples of public goods in, in the, you know, in the online tech area are open source projects, um, free education. Like, I mean, if you, if you find my video is educational, maybe I should go get a, a Gitcoin grant, you know, and if you want to donate to it, maybe on round 15, I'll do that once I can kind of like hone my videos to be a little more educational. Uh, and then uh, free services, you know, things like ethical hacking, finding vulnerabilities for free and stuff like that. Uh, people that do stuff out of the goodness of their heart. So, yeah, I mean, these are things that you would find on Gitcoin grants, um, you know, just like stuff that are public goods for the for the for the Web3 community. And, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, anyway, uh, that being said, I've gone on 33 minutes. I got to go about my day. I got to get on and, and uh, you know, go run. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a good day um, and go to Gitcoin. Uh, .co forward slash grants and I will I will link um, both journal down crypto sapiens in in the uh, in the video description and gitcoin.co as well and find a project you like um, if you don't like the two that I like and uh, yeah you know go ahead and match and uh, participate in this and at least just to test out the system just to to, to kind of learn about what quadratic funding is because I think it's pretty cool it's a really cool way to fund things so you don't have like you know, large entities just dominating um, and overriding each individual vote. Because a lot of people say, well, my vote doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, and so people become apathetic. And that's what's happened with the voting system, I believe, in the United States. I mean, I'm guilty of that, too. Like, my vote doesn't matter. Who cares? It doesn't matter. So, But this is a way to actually make your vote matter. So, all right, man. Um, I will talk to you all probably tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I'll talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for making it to the end of this program. If you actually like this content, give a thumbs up. And if you want to hear more, just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.